You wake up, get ready for work, fix a cup of coffee, or two or three, hop in your car, fight that traffic, drive those commuting miles, and start your busy day. Work all day? Of course. Then drive home. But you stay busy. Weekends too. Day after day. Year after year. How long do you have to keep doing this? When can you retire? Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors, wants to start planning your retirement today. His goal is to prepare people for a great retirement. You worked hard for this moment. Let Mike and his team give you confidence to enjoy your future. This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. We all remember the fairy tale about the three little pigs of the big bad wolf, right? The wolf would huff and puff and blow every single house down except for the last one because it was built so strong. Well, the financial house that you build for retirement needs to be just as strong. So we thank you so much for joining us today. That's what we're going to talk about. This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. Now, Mike is here every weekend because he is so passionate about helping you make sure you understand what you need to do to plan out your retirement so you can have a remarkable retirement. That's his goal for you. 801-210-5500. That is the number to call to get a complimentary appointment or to just have a phone conversation complimentary. 801-210-5500. Plus, remember, you can always find us online anytime at CapitalWealth.com. And Mike, I'm so happy to be here with you now. I am happy to be here, too. (laughs) We got a lot of good stuff to get to. I know you've been reading fairy tales to your three children for a number of years. Oh, yeah. You have to do it, right? Yeah. Classic. Or they they grow up and they feel like you've robbed them of their years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait. So we're going to kind of compare building a a financial house, a a retirement house, uh, compare that to the the sturdy house of the three little pigs. So tell us, why is it so important to build a sturdy financial house? Well, okay, you're putting me on the spot to think about all these analogies here, but here we go. Okay, all right, all right. So if my kid asked me, this is what I would tell them. Uh, I'm just kidding. We're going to talk to grownups right now. We're not talking (laughs) to little kids. So you know why? Because you only get one shot at retirement. That's really what it comes down to. So there's no do-overs. I mean, if the house comes falling down, you don't have time in life to actually go ahead and and build it back up again, right? Or the three little pigs ran to their neighbor's house, right? Or the little neighboring brother or, or whatever sister's house, you know, and said, all right, my little straw house just fell down or I forget with sticks. The other one was sticks. Yeah, sti- hey, that's stick right. house yeah. fell down and the, the one, and you know, those two run into the, uh, to the bricks, yes, right? Yes. So we have to have a strong financial house because there's no do overs in retirement and you can't run from house to house. You got to take care of yourself. Okay. Of course. So let's talk about where do we start then when it comes to building a strong financial house Ah. where do you start (laughs) all right well this one i know because my dad was in real estate for many years and he was a custom home builder oh yeah yeah Uh, yeah any any building whether it's a skyscraper whether it's a house always 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 starts at the foundation always because if you don't have a solid foundation you know then the house is just going to get wobbly the nightmare for any homeowner or anyone that that owns a building is cracks in the foundation. That That's something that makes sweat run down your forehead. So we want to make sure that we have an absolute solid foundation and retirement is no different. And I'll give you an example. Why? Because the stock market goes up and down. It fluctuates. And, uh, you know, if you don't have a solid foundation where you're like, okay, well, this kind of sucks that the market's going down uh, right now. 
Um, but that'll be okay because we've stress tested this house. We have a you know financial house. We have a rock solid foundation. If you don't have that, gosh, you could get yourself into a world of hurt. So tell us, in, so in this foundation of a, of a strong financial house, what would, what would you say is in there? Okay. So let me play master architect slash designer right now. Okay, okay. Luann. So mm -hmm. what we're going to do is we're going to go all the way out till age 100. And the reason why we're going to do that is we're going to reverse engineer things. So actually, I've seen, uh, I got buddies that are engineers and I've seen how they stress test things and they stress test for extreme worst case. And they're like, you know, Mike, this probably will never happen any kind of building or any kind of bridge, but aren't you glad that we're stress testing it for this level of extremeness? Mm. And yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that engineers do that. So why we start all the way out at age 100 is because statistically speaking, not many people make it to age 100. And, you know, people are living longer, granted, but really it's only like 7% of the population will ever make it past age 95. So we go all the way up to 100, we stress test that extreme retirement plan, and then we reverse engineer things. And we say, okay, how much income do we need to have for the rest of our life? And that's always the foundation because, hey, that's the whole point of retirement is you've stopped working for an employer. You're not getting a paycheck anymore. You have to pay yourself. So what you don't want to find is that, you know, come late 70s, early 80s or whatever, that you're dangerously close of running out of money. That's not a good thing. And then we start testing extreme things like, all right, what if you need health care? Because healthcare is really, really expensive. It's actually outpacing inflation right now. So what happens if you or a loved one or both of you need some kind of healthcare? That's a concern for a lot of people. And I'll give you an example. Back in 2008, when the stock market dropped 40%, people that you know, unfortunately needed to sell when the market was down at that point for healthcare purposes, that's probably one of the worst things you could do at that time. Because when you sell when the market's down, You've locked your losses in. You can't rebound at that point. You've sold. You're out. And if you need to start taking money out at that point for healthcare costs, you're watching the portfolio dwindle. That's your retirement savings. And again, it's like having that house of sticks or, or straw. It gets really sketchy at that point. So the whole thing is, is when you're building a strong financial house, you need to have income for life. A lot of times people have no idea if they're going to have income for life. And that's what makes pre-retirees stressed out about retirement. But there's an easy way to answer these kind of things. And that's to figure out about your income. So what we've done is we've created this complimentary guide for people to go and download. And you guys can download this right now. This is called, Will Your Money Last As Long As You Do? All you have to do is jump on our website today, retireutah.com, and download your complimentary guide today Will your money last as long as you do? I love that. See, again, something that you can have at your fingertips right now. Another thing that you can do is give them a call, right? We have a chance for you to go in and, and talk with them too, complimentary. So that phone number, 801-210-5500, 801-210-5500. And we just thank you so much for joining us today. This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. So we're talking about building your financial house, okay, specifically for retirement. I got to ask you this, though. What happens if just one part of our financial house has been over 
looked. You know, I'm thinking like, well, what if, what if you don't plan for healthcare? Or what if you don't plan for those taxes that you're going to have to pay in retirement? Yeah, I think it's uh, exactly the same as building a house, but forgetting to put the roof on. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or a bathroom. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, when life, when life storms happen, right? When inflation increases, when taxes increase, if healthcare costs continue to go up, like that's life storms. And that's the whole reason why we put a roof over our head is to shelter and protect us and keep us warm, safe, and snugly inside of that house that we built. So if you're not paying attention to those kind of things and you're just thinking, oh, well, I got a, I got a portfolio and you know I've gotten this rate of return. Gosh, I really hope that this is going to last me the rest of my life. And you're just doing what I call a hope and a prayer uh-huh. plan. That's like having a house with no roof. So it's obviously not a good thing. And we want to make sure that having that roof over our head is the proper financial planning. And, you know, a lot of times people will come into the office and they'll say, hey, here's what I've done for retirement. And I kind of have this idea that I'm going to take 4% out per year. And I have to teach people that that 4% rule. um, And for anyone who doesn't know what that is, um, previously, you'd be able to take 4% out of your retirement nest egg, and it should last you for the rest of your life. Well, Let me be the first to tell you, if you haven't heard this yet already, that 4% rule is broken. So we would have people come into the office and say, hey, my plan is to take 4% of my money out. And then when I actually run the numbers for people and they can see the numbers in black and white, when I do a 4% rule and I just bump up inflation a little bit or bump up taxes a little bit or bump up healthcare costs a little bit, it breaks it. And most times now, that 4% rule is actually like 2.5% rule. So again, this is why you have to have proper planning. You got to have a financial roof over your head, and that's planning. A portfolio isn't a plan. Just having retirement statements isn't an actual plan. You have to have a written plan, and it's got to be stress tested. So, you know, we're, when we're talking about building our financial house, you do have to have a blueprint. No one builds a house without a blueprint, right? So, so many of us try to do retirement on our own. You know, we don't have that blueprint. Should we get help when we're trying to create a blueprint for our retirement? I have no idea how to actually build a physical house. Mm-hmm. And the very first thing that I would do would be to ask for help. And, and again, it's like, I, you know what? I could probably go on YouTube and I could watch some videos like, oh, oh here's dear. how you do framing. <laughs> Um, but you know where it's going to get really sketchy is when it comes to electrical <laughs> and it's like, all right, uh-huh. you know, do this. No, I would electrocute myself at that point. The point is, is that um, it's not a bad thing, you know, to be a do it yourselfer. I actually think it's really cool when people learn the process, but then when they work alongside a professional. So one of the cool things is that, you know, I've said before, my dad was a custom home builder. I got to see how the construction industry works. So I have a knowledge of how things should roughly work, but I don't, again, know how to go and splice wires and and put it into a junction box and and all that. There's professionals that I would count on for it. So what we always do is encourage people to educate themselves, to learn, and to get as much experience as they can, and then work alongside a, a trusted professional. And that's exactly what we do at Capital Wealth Advisors is that we take the level of education that a person has and we really try to build on that education, Luann. We, we say, okay, here's your experience and um, could we teach you something maybe that you've never learned before? Or here's something um, pretty cool and awesome that you're able to do. 
there's so many times where people will come in and they'll say, oh, I thought I understood this, but you kind of opened my eyes to this different perspective or this strategy that I never thought was possible. And they get really jazzed and they get really amped up on it. Now, if you're the kind of person where you're like, I don't even know where to begin because this is not my forte. I don't know the financial lingo. Please don't be embarrassed. I mean, there, there's people just like you every single day that have been working really hard. And it's not something that you've made a priority to understand financial strategies. So whether you're super experienced and you're working alongside the financial professional or you don't have any experience at all, you should still work alongside the financial professional and get as much information as you can. And here's what I want to say. Ronald Reagan said, trust but verify. So we want to make sure that as you're working with that professional, that you're asking the questions and that it feels right for you. A lot of times people say, where do I begin? It's as simple as picking up the phone and calling us. Call us at 801-210-5500 and let's begin your financial journey together or make sure that you're not missing out on things. What's your favorite room in your house? You're probably not going to say the foundation, but you know what? That's the probably the most important piece of that entire home. Well, the foundation of your retirement isn't exciting, but it's important. We're going to continue this conversation right after this. You're listening to Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens, and we'll be right back with more. Are you worried about running out of money in retirement? Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors wants to guide you to and through retirement. Give him a call now at 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you should not ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. But do you have a plan to make sure you don't pay more than you should? It's confusing. It's complicated. It definitely is not fun. And that's why at Capital Wealth Advisors, we work to help make sure you are not paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. And right now, taxes are on sale. So call our team at Capital Wealth Advisors today before they potentially go up. 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Don't pay more in taxes than you have to. 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. For more information on retirement planning and how to get started, go to retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. Hi, this is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer, and Mike is passionate about helping you build a solid plan for your retirement so you can head down that retirement path with financial confidence. And today, Mike is walking us through how to build a solid financial house because your retirement plan needs to be solid, right? Just like the way you want your house built. Uh, Mike, I got to ask, what's your favorite room in your house? Easy, the garage, hands down. (laughs) Give me... Give me, yeah, give me the, gr- <laughs> listen, I, I love my tools. Oh my. I love, I just, my, I got all my camping gear stored in there. Just the garage hands down is my, that's my place. So that my is. wife, yeah, my wife can have the rest of the house. And <laughs> as long as the kids don't come in and start pulling tools off the wall and leaving them on the ground, I'm a happy camper. So that is your domain. I bet it's organized. <laughs> is it very organized? 
Ah, uh, you're putting me on the spot oh, here, Louis. Oh, I just figured it was. I d- <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Actually, I would say yes, See? probably by most garage standards. Yeah. But I am a pretty attention to detail. I like organization. I like tidiness. So if there are things out of place, okay. and currently, you asked me right now while I'm thinking oh. in my mind, I didn't put the camping gear away. Uh-oh. So yeah, for the, <laughs> yes. For the most part, my garage is pretty organized. Yeah. Right now, it's not. So I understand. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so, all right. Well, if you if you talk to people about their favorite home, I, I doubt if they're going to say the foundation is the favorite <laughs> part of their house. Um, it's kind of the boring part of the house, right? You don't have all the, the design and the decor and all that. But how long would your house stand without that foundation? So, Mike, why don't you just kind of reiterate what it needs to make up the foundation of our retirement? Yeah, we were talking about that a few moments ago. The foundation is definitely not anything that gets people excited about when they tour new homes with a realtor or, <laughs> or, go, to build, or to yeah. go to build one with an architect to say, yeah. well, let's go have a look at the foundation, <laughs> shall we? Um, but here, here's the thing. It's the most important part. And we've talked about it before is that uh, the foundation, if you don't have a solid foundation, you're going to have a really weak financial home or actually physical home. And one of the things I actually learned, because here in Utah, we have earthquakes. Um, anytime for like skyscrapers that they will put buildings vertical up in the air, what's going to happen is they will actually take that um, foundation and the foundation will actually go deeper than the height of the building. Oh. And the reason for it is because of the earthquakes, they want to make sure that it's built on a solid foundation. You can't have a building that's taller than than the strength of the building. So, yeah, it's it's pretty cool and it's really interesting the science that goes behind building these foundations for homes and also for buildings. Also, one of the things too is if you don't have that solid foundation, Luann, and the storms of life, and I'll I'll use an earthquake as an example because mm-hmm. we've been talking about it, but let's say something shakes you and you know maybe you lose your job or maybe you're forced to retire early or maybe you find out that your spouse or loved one gets ill and you got to tap into it right these are things that shake your financial foundation you have to have something that's solid that's been stress tested and that's going to actually weather that issue that you're going to be dealing with right yeah that's a really good i mean that that makes me think with earthquakes that's why buildings kind of move a little bit yeah, but, they're actually yeah. designed. They're God. designed to sway, yeah. which is kind of eerie if you think about it. Yeah, it is. In, in a building, yeah. and and it's like supposed to be like right. like swaying. Right, Ugh, it's kind <gasps> of, it makes me shudder thinking about it. But the whole thing is, is that's if it's so rigid, then when that earthquake hits, you know, then what's going to happen is it's going to be brittle and it's going to snap. So snap. Yeah. having flexibility to be able to like go with the flow, I would say actually is what makes the building withstand and have its strength okay so you had said that you know building that foundation includes reliable income sources okay tell us why it's important to have i mean it's a little obvious but i want you to say it you know how yeah why is it important to have reliable income sources well it actually it seems obvious but it's not something that a lot of people think about what people want is they want to hope that they have a reliable income source. And a lot of times people will say, well, um, I have a pension, so that's reliable. 
Is it though? Because let's have a look at companies like Delta Airlines or General Motors, where they basically pulled the rug out from under the feet of the employees and the pension went bye-bye. Yeah. The other thing too is uh, a lot of times people will say, well, I got social security, so that's reliable income. And let's just address that. Let's look at the elephant in the room is that with social security, it, it's on wobbly legs, the program. Now, I'm not saying that it's not going to get fixed, so I'm not trying to put any kind of fear in your heart and encourage you to run out and take your social security benefits on a knee-jerk reaction of what I'm trying to say. All I'm saying is that the social security program has some issues and it's something that they know about and they actually send letters out to people and say, hey, if the uh, current um, trust fund doesn't get addressed and, and fixed, then by this date, we will only be able to pay out, I think it's like 71 cents for every dollar in benefits. But I, I'm actually very confident and, uh, and hopeful that this program will get fixed. And I know that there are some things that they can do to do uh, a good job fixing it. But the whole thing is, Luann, is that you have to have stress tested your retirement plan. Mm -hmm. And again, going back to it seems obvious to say I need a reliable income source. Nothing's guaranteed, but we need to say, okay, well, again, think about that building swain. If uh, Social Security does, you know, have a little bit of issues, all right, the building swain, it's okay. If mm -hmm. your pension, right, like if, if things in life happen, we just need to make sure that you have income for life. And that's all that matters because that's what retirement's about. And it should be happy, fun, exciting times in your life. So as part of our income source, you mentioned Social Security. Um, it's yep. kind of the cornerstone to everybody's retirement. Tell us how you, this is something that you guys do. You help people optimize those benefits. I want you Heck to yes. tell us about that. Heck yeah. yes, we do. Okay. So I'm glad that you asked that. Um, Social Security is not as simple as, oh, well, I'll just take it at 62 or I'll take it at Maybe my full retirement age is 66 and 10 months or 67. That's me. I'm, I'm 66 and 10 months. That's me. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, here's the crazy thing is that if you wait, Luann, till you're 70, yeah. past, so every year past your full retirement age, you get delayed retirement credits of 8% per yeah. year. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. But what a lot of people don't know is that when you're married filing jointly, on a tax return, there's actually over 567 different filing combinations of how you should take your social security. Of course there are. It's right. a government. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's thing. a government thing yeah. and it's government never makes anything nope. easy. Nope. And just because there's over 567 different ways for claiming your social security benefits when you're married filing jointly, it's confusing to people and not every kind of strategy has the same financial weight as maybe one of the other strategies would have. So what happens is, is there's people that leave money on the table all the time. And to compound problems, you can't go into the Social Security office and ask them the best way to take Social Security because by law, they're not allowed to make any kind of recommendations. So you'll go, all right, well, I'll just ask my financial advisor. Here's the key. How well does your financial advisor understand the Social Security program? Because none of us, as advisors, none of us get paid to manage anyone's Social Security. So a lot of times what people will do is they'll have a basic understanding of how the program works, but you want to make sure that if this is part of your retirement income that you get it right because there's no do-overs. You can't four years later, go back to Social Security and say, hey, I actually learned a different strategy that would make me more money. 
Yeah. <laughs> Can we go back and make a change? <laughs> yeah. They're going to say, sorry, no, you, sorry. you're locked into this strategy. So it's kind of a big deal that you get it right the first time. And so if your advisor doesn't understand social security with all of the different filing combinations, you could be missing out on a lot of money. So there's kind of a big deal around social security. And I think the very, we've been talking about education. The very most important thing that I want people to do is educate themselves and have the ability to have intelligent conversations with their current advisor, or if you don't have an advisor and you wanna come in and ask us questions, great. But if you jump on our website, we have a complimentary guide. It's called our social security report. And that social security report teaches you about how the program works. And it gives you a better understanding about how to claim um, and maximize possibly the most amount of benefits possible for you. You just have to jump on the website, retireutah.com, and download your complimentary guide today and learn a little bit more about Social Security. You'll feel really glad that you learned about it. Isn't that awesome? Something that you can get today, download today. It's right at your fingertips. Uh, we just thank you so much for joining us. This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. So... <laughs> Here's the deal. So many people say that we need to have a million dollars saved for retirement. But then <laughs> I hear other people say even more. So that's the question is how much should we save for retirement, Mike? Yeah, you know, I I remember hearing that too, like back in the 90s. You should have over a million dollars. <laughs> and 90s. I don't know if it's ever been adjusted for inflation, has it? I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of, it's a nice number uh, to think about over a million. But here's the reality. Every single person has a different need, right? Some people will say, hey, I only need $3,000 a month. Some people will say, hey, I need $17,000 a month. So I think for you to just have a blanket number and say a million dollars should be enough, well, what is enough for, right? Like what is the monthly amount for? And it it again goes back to um, what are your actual needs? And if you just have a portfolio, so you're just looking at your retirement accounts, on your on your sheet of paper and you're saying okay cool i've done a really great job saving for it that's great but here's what's going to happen the reality is is the markets are going to go up and down and uh you could lose 40 percent of that nest egg so if you had a million dollars back in 2008 congratulations you lost 40 percent. your million dollars turned into six hundred thousand. that's a scary feeling yeah and that's the whole reason why people said i can't retire right now i gotta work like five more years to make up for what i just lost And then on the flip side of the coin, um, you could have a million dollars and then you could spend it down too quickly or taxes could go up or you could need it for healthcare costs. So the whole point that I'm trying to impress upon people's minds here is that having just a portfolio balance is not sufficient enough. You need to actually have a plan. And I want that plan to be stress tested. And at Capital Wealth Advisors, we've created our True Path Retirement Plan. And that's what it does for people. So what I'm gonna do, Luann, is for the next 10 callers, mm-hmm. if they call us, we will do a complimentary True Path plan. There is no cost, there's no obligations, and no strings attached here. You just have to get us your information for the next 10 callers right now call us and even just leave a message if you don't get a hold of us we will do a complimentary true path plan 801-210-5500 claim your complimentary true path plan today you build your financial house from the ground up but after that foundation has been laid what makes up the walls and the roof well that's coming up next with mike stick around for more this is retire right radio we'll be right back <laughs> 
When should you start taking Social Security? Mike Stevens can help you get the most out of your Social Security benefits. Go to retireutah.com to download his Social Security report. That's retireutah.com. Check out retireutah.com for more great content to help you answer your most pressing questions about retirement. That's retireutah.com. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. Mike is founder and president at Capital Wealth Advisors. He is a trusted leader in the financial services field here to guide you about retirement planning. So you would build your financial house from the ground up just like you would your regular house, right? So you lay that foundation, but then you have to fortify uh, your house with the walls and then, of course, the roof. So, Mike, tell us what typically makes up the walls of our financial house in retirement. I think for every single person, it's actually different because the whole thing is you can't really define it by saying, oh, it's a stock or a bond or a mutual fund. If I think about walls, uh, walls are something that also add to the fortification of the house, and it also something that supports the roof. I assume we're going to go that way and <laughs> end up talking about a roof too, yes, right? Because we, we need to build this. We need to build this complete house. But uh, the other thing too is you would never build incomplete walls and say, "Hey, look at these beautiful three walls that I have." But yeah, the whole southern side is exposed, right? We we don't have any uh, the back. We don't have any back wall there. I mean, the view is just magnificent, but now all of a sudden <laughs> we don't exposed, have that protection yeah. there. Yeah, it's totally exposed. So we want to make sure that the house is complete. And I think that's really what we're, we're going to is, you know, a lot of people, they've really done a great job saving for retirement, but it's not enough to just save for retirement. I mean, we could save and then watch inflation take our, our savings away, right? Because we don't have enough purchasing power if inflation rises. And that's kind of like building a house and, and not putting walls all the way around, just leaving some uh, walls totally exposed. So the whole thing I would say is that walls, they, they support the roof, they add uh, protection uh, from the elements, and it just it's part of making up a good financial plan. Mike, when we're in our working years, our investment approaches are different than once we retire. So tell us what typically changes there, please. Well, the whole thing is, is that as you're working, um, you're kind of focused on getting to retirement and it might seem like it's a long ways away and you're just really focusing on accumulation of assets. You're kind of worried about when the market, um, you know, the market goes down and you're like, ah, oh, that kind of garbage, you know, uh, I hope that my portfolio goes back up again, but you're not really stressing out about it as much because you're still working, you're still collecting a paycheck from an employer. But the thing is, is that when you shift from um, working years into retirement years, now all of a sudden that paycheck is gone from the employer and you're counting 100% on you to pay the income uh, for the rest of your life. So what happens is, is that a lot of times people will shift from the accumulation mindset to the distribution mindset. And let me give you an example of what some distribution things are, is how do I optimize my social security benefits? Or, hey, um, what should I do? Or things like uh, taxes. You know, maybe you're interested in doing things like Roth conversions and getting some of that tax deferred money that you've been putting into for all these years into a tax free type of an account. And the reason why you'd want to do that is in case taxes go up in the future, which I think that they will. Um, or then you're thinking about things like how do I optimize, you know, things like mega Medicare or legacy planning? 
those are the things that you're not really thinking about in those working years as you're getting to retirement. But getting to retirement and getting through retirement is wildly different. It's kind of like when you go to a dentist and the dentist is working on your teeth, but then a dentist refers you to maybe an orthodontist. Well, the thing is, is they're both working on your teeth, but they're different areas of specialty. And I think a lot of times people will not really understand that a financial advisor that's working on just accumulation is completely different than distribution. There are two different types of people, just like that dentist and orthodontist example. So as you go working to retirement versus going through retirement, you have to have a, a person um, that's a specialist. And you never want to just have jack of all trades, master of none. When you go into retirement, gosh, you don't want a Swiss army knife with all the tools. You want a scalpel. You want it to be laser precise and accurate because there's no do-overs in retirement. We got to get this right for you. So when you're working with someone, how, how do you determine which part of their savings needs to be put in more of a conservative financial vehicle? Where could you afford to take more risks? How do you decide all that? Yeah, there's actually something called the rule of 100. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking um, a few days ago in our office with a client that came in and they said, you know, because we always put someone through like risk tolerance questionnaires to find out a little bit about how much risk that they feel comfortable with. Because you don't want to just close your eyes and throw a dart no, on a dartboard no, no. and go, yeah, here's how we're going to invest <laughs> that person. We want to be laser beam focused, precise. Um, so we were having this conversation about the rule of 100. And for anyone who hasn't heard about that before, you basically take 100 minus your age, and that's going to give you a number. So if you're 60 years old, 100 minus 60 is 40. A scale of 100, one is no risk, 100 is as aggressive as you can go. You know, if you're 60 years old, you should have about a 40 risk, meaning that about 40% of your assets should be in the market. Um, that's kind of where the 60-40 comes from. But here's the whole thing. Not two people are the same. And I think that that's poor financial planning if you just say, well, this is your age, so this is what, how much risk you should be in. I don't think so. I think that you really need to go more focused and you got to find out what does the money mean to you? And how do you react when the market goes down? Is it more important for you to make money when the market's going up or not lose money when the market's going down? And we tell people all the time that it's pretty cool. Um, you can actually have the best of both worlds if you have a plan. So how we design things at Capital Wealth is that we have actual safe money accounts and we have money in the market. And I tell people all the time, yes, your market account might go down in value, but you really only have a loss if you sell. So in the years that the market is down, we just pull income out of your safe account because that hasn't lost any money. And we just leave the other account alone and let it hopefully rebound. And, uh, and then when that's up, we take money from there. So it's kind of cool how you can actually play with risk. But you, you obviously don't want to have too much risk and, and lose it all too quick. And you don't want to be too safe and just put it all in the bank or buried in the coffee can in the backyard you're losing out to inflation at that point. So a lot of times people, they just really don't know where they should be. And, and that's actually very common. What we always do is we invite people to have a complimentary discussion with us. They just have to pick up their phone, give us a call at 801-210-5500. And we have this conversation with them to figure out, hey, where are you at? How can we help you out? Just pick up the phone, give us a call. 801-210-5500. And also remember, head to their website. If you want to find out more about Mike and his awesome team at Capital Wealth Advisors, head to capitalwealth.com, capitalwealth.com. 
This is what they do. They guide you about retirement planning. They would love to meet with you complimentary. Okay. Uh, This is a a chance to go in and, and start a retirement plan. They call it the True Path Retirement Plan. So definitely uh, check them out. They are here to guide you. And I just want to say thank you so much for joining us. You're listening to Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. We're talking about building your financial house, what that looks like. So now we've talked about the foundation, what makes up the foundation, what makes up the walls. Now what makes up the roof of a financial house, Mike? The roof. Well, the roof, the roof, the roof. It's like we've talked about before. It's what keeps you safe. So we have to have a roof on the top of any building. Otherwise, when the storms come, it gets us. So we got to have that protection. And I always go back to safe money accounts. So that's for me, if I could define what a roof is, it's having the safety. And a lot of times, again, we go back to the foundation. I'm going to start defining the house for for our listeners now, in my opinion. Yeah. So the foundation, that's income. And the walls, I would say that's growth, right? So the different types of investments that give us, you know, maybe money in the market. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely say that the roof is going to be the safety. And if, in my opinion, I think the foundation and the roof are two of the most important things. But let's just go and have me define what I personally am using for myself and a lot of our clients for the roof. Is right now we're using something called an indexed annuity. And it's a fixed indexed annuity. And it means that when the stock market goes down, you don't lose any money at all. But on the, the flip side of the coin, there's a trade-off. The trade-off is, is that you're letting go of control of your money for a period of time. Um, kind of like if you go to get a CD at the bank and uh, you go to the bank teller and the teller says, hey, cool, we have this three-month CD, it pays this. However, if you go to a five-year CD, it pays this. So the longer you let go of your money, the higher the interest rate typically is. Um, and for these index annuities, it's kind of the same way is that the longer that you go, typically the better um, returns that you can possibly get. Now, I use these index annuities because they're safe. So I've already alluded to this before, but when the market goes down, we don't sell our clients accounts when they're in the stock market because you've locked your losses in. So what we do is we rely on those safe accounts and we say, all right, market's down. We're not selling. We're going to take the income out of the safe account. And then hopefully when the market comes back up, we'll switch back over. And really what it comes down to is it's a back and forth game. It's kind of like tennis. And you say, where are we taking money from right now? Where's the most optimal time? So again, if I had to define the roof, I'm saying safety. And for us right now, safety is an index annuity. Previously, we really used to like bonds, but I'll give you my opinion why I'm not a huge fan of bonds anymore. And it's just, it's circumstantial because Mm -hmm. bonds have a direct correlation to interest rates. And how it works is that when interest rates are low, the price of bonds are high. And right now we're kind of in a weird situation where interest rates have been rising. So that means that the price of bonds have been coming down. And we rely on a lot of financial companies to actually look at the historicals of what they should be. And to us, bonds kind of just look weak right now. So Here's the thing. Am I recommending that you go out and buy an index annuity? No. I'm just telling you this is what we use um, for every person. What it all comes down to is actually having a, a plan that's designed specifically for them. All right. So, you know, very few people build a house on their own. Uh, most of the time they do hire a contractor. Um, so how do we find that right contractor when we're trying oh. to build our financial house? Well, everybody should come to us, but <laughs> we, can't, we can't service everyone. So as much as I would like that, here's the deal. Um, 
you got to ask the questions and it'd be no different to hiring a contractor, building you a house. First of all, you want to look online and you want to check out the reputation. Do they have any kind of negative remarks, right? I think that Google has turned it into a world or Amazon where you can just click and, and review and see if, you know, what you're getting basically. So start right there and check out reviews. And then the other thing too is when you're talking to that person, don't be afraid to ask for any referrals. Say, hey, do you mind giving me some referrals of clients um, that are in a position just like I am? And then also um, people that you've worked with for a long period of time or just people that have recently come on board. Because what you want to do is you want to find out from those people that have been with a person for a long time, um, have they had a positive experience? Are those people that are just coming on um, just recently, has it been a positive experience? And then also, you want to trust your gut. I always tell people, please follow your gut intuition. It's usually right. It's telling you. So if there's things that are making you feel squeamish or uncomfortable, like don't, don't give your life savings unless you feel absolutely confident that a person's doing the right thing for you. And then lastly, I would say make sure they're a fiduciary. Not every single financial advisor is a fiduciary. And jokingly, I said before, hey, if someone wants to come in and chat with us, um, you know, we can't help everyone, but hey, give us a call. And no matter what, we will always point a person in the right direction if we can't help out. What I would like to do is extend an offer for people to give us a call at 801-210-5500. And we'll have a great complimentary discussion. And uh, if we'll at least at, at a minimum point you in the right direction, we'll give you clarity, we'll give you confidence. You'll be really glad that you called. It really starts with a phone call. It's complimentary, you got nothing to lose. 801-210-5500. We've got a round of retirement trivia coming up next where we'll put Mike to the test. You're listening to Retire Right Radio. Stick around for the rest of our show. Is a 35% drop in the market enough for you to take a serious look at your retirement plan? It hasn't happened recently, but it has happened before, and it can happen again. If you knew this drop was coming, what changes would you make to your financial plan? Mike Stevens and his team at Capital Wealth Advisors want to help you plan before the next market crash. Call 801-210-5500 today and set up an appointment. Even if you currently have a financial advisor, this might be a good time to get a second opinion. Don't wait any longer. Capital Wealth Advisors has seen the market crash before and knows the damage it could cause to your plan. Call Mike and his team now, 801-210-5500, and schedule an appointment. Don't go it alone. Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors are ready to help. Call 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. You can listen to Retire Right Radio anytime, anywhere on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, this is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. And at Capital Wealth Advisors, they focus on retirement. They can help you design a customized plan of action for all the years you might spend in retirement. So right now, we're going to take a little time to put Mike to the test with a round of retirement trivia. Okay, <laughs> no pressure, right? I know. This is so fun for me. So much fun for me. Our topic this week is taxes. And I know you love to talk about taxes because you're a I number, do. We, yeah, we specialize guy. in taxes. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So here we go. I'm going to ask you a question. We're going to keep score. Okay. And um, we'll see how you do at the end. But um, it's a multiple choice 
Uh, I ask you the questions, then you'll have to give me the answer. If you get it right, you're going to hear this. But if you get it wrong, you'll hear this. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So here we go. Some of these are historical questions, so it's okay if you get some of them wrong. Don't don't worry. So Mike is uh, okay. a financial advisor. He understands all of these things, but you know some of these things that I don't, we don't expect you to know. I don't know, know the seventeen thousand pages Ex- of the yeah. U.S. tax code inside right. and out. Exactly. Yeah. Thank so, you. All right. <laughs> all right. Here we go. First question for you: When was the federal income tax created? A seventeen seventy six. B eighteen o four. C eighteen sixty one. Or D nineteen thirty. Oh, 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 D, 1913. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I see what you're trying to do there, Luann. I feel like you're trying to trick me, and I actually talk about this in our tax workshops that we do <gasps> no all the way. time. Yes. I'm going to tell you I know the answer to this one. Seriously? The answer is C. <gasps> Heck yeah. Yes! Ah! And here's the reason why I knew this, is okay. that here's why I knew that you were trying to trick me, too. Okay, so <laughs> I was not trying to trick you. Back in 1861... President Abraham Lincoln signed what was called the Revenue Act in 1861 that did impose the first ever federal tax, income tax, to generate the funds for the Civil War. I'm a little bit of a history buff, okay? So you couldn't get me on this one. But (laughs) here's what happened. It was actually repealed 10 years later. But back in 1913, Congress, with the 16th Amendment, established the federal income tax system that we know today. Uh As a matter of fact, back on the centennial for it, back on 2013, I was joking with some clients and I said, happy 100 years of taxes. And I knew that. So let me tell the listeners just for one second what happened here. Back in 1913, the government said, hey, we're going to institute this tax to pay off the deficit for World War I. But don't worry, because as soon as the deficit for World War I is paid off, we're just going to take taxes away and you'll never have to pay taxes again. And don't <laughs> worry. And they also said, don't worry. Most people will pay an average of 1%. Oh, yeah, right. Man. Okay. So, really? <laughs> here, yeah. So, here's the deal is that taxes, 1913, as soon as the, uh, I guess the camel stuck its nose in the tent, never really came back <laughs> out. So, we, uh, 1913 okay. is, is basically the trick when part. You, you said 1930 and then you tried changing well, I it know. I, mean, I didn't mean to say 30. No, you're good. But yes, that's the <laughs> okay. answer. All right. So now, so you have the year. Yeah. What was the first tax deadline when the modern federal tax income was established? Was it January 1st? That's A. B, February 14th. C, March 1st. Or D, April 1st. Uh, I am a student of history, so I do know this one too. Seriously. C. Good. You are correct. Okay. So the reason why, see, March 1st, I know that the original deadline was actually for filing income taxes starting in 1913. But here's what happened. By 1919, the government pushed it back to March 15th to help people crunch for time. Okay. So it's kind of like they're allowing some leeway there. Right. March 15th actually remained the filing deadline until it was in the 50s. I think it was like until like 1955 or something like that. When the IRS said it would help their employees and tax filers to have an additional month to get all the paperwork done. April 15th is what we have now, or depending on the day that it falls on, because you could have April 17th, but around right. there. But yeah, there you go. March oh 1st. Oh my gosh, good job. Okay, so you're, you. you're two for two. 
Wow. Yeah. Good job. All right. Good job. Okay. Uh, this is a pretty easy question because it's true or false, so it won't be too oh, hard for okay. you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> only uh, get 50%. <laughs> the job of a tax preparer is female-dominated. A true, B, false. Oh, man. Female-dominated. <laughs> That's nice I mean, as a I, guess. Okay. Well, I don't know the answer, so I'm going to guess false. B? Oh. <laughs> False, false. It's actually true that it is female dominated. Um, That's cool. There was an online research done by the firm Zipia, and it found that 65% of all tax preparers are women. That's awesome. That was interesting. Average age for a tax preparer is about 47 years old. A majority are located in a couple big cities. You want to take a swing at it? Uh, No. (laughs) I already got one wrong. New York and Chicago. New York and Chicago. Oh, wow. Okay. So, well, yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I wonder I didn't know that. when that kind of like transition um, mm-hmm. from, I, I would assume, and not being chauvinistic in any uh, way, but I would assume that it was pretty male dominated. Mostly male dominated a bit. Yeah. And then it shifted to more women, which I think is absolutely awesome. And I'll yeah. tell you the reason why. I feel like women are so much better than men at being attentive to detail, <laughs> right? Because I can walk into a room and I wouldn't even notice what the heck's different in the room. And my wife would be like, all right. Who moved that vase? And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I'm just kidding. That's, She's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and and women actually are statistically um, more attentive to detail than men. So I think that's really cool. All right. So here's the deal. You know, we're doing this tax trivia, uh, having some fun with this trivia game. But the question is for you in retirement, you to our listeners, um, are you paying too much in taxes? And nobody wants to. I mean, you have to you want to pay what you owe. But at the same time, you can control your taxes. So, Mike, I want you to explain how tax strategies are just part of, you know, your true path retirement plan. And you're offering a chance for people to get this complimentary. Yeah, we actually just did a workshop just the other evening on taxes in retirement and how to protect yourself from a looming tax storm. And the reason why we're having um, so much conversation around tax, and that's basically what our office really specializes. um, That's what we're super duper good at is helping retirees lower their taxable burdens in retirement. Here's, I guess, the reason why we should talk about taxes is because the national deficit is, it's crazy. You know, it's around $31 trillion at this point. And the government spending is reckless, in my opinion, and it's not really slowing down anytime soon. So to put that big, massive deficit in in perspective, if you went back 1 trillion seconds ago in a time machine, then you would go back 31,688 years ago. One trillion seconds is 31,688 years ago. Oh my gosh. So when we talk about over $30 trillion deficit, like you can see how big of a number that is. Now, the problem is, is most Americans have done a great job at saving for retirement in tax deferred accounts, like your 401k. Tax deferred means at some point you got to pay the taxes and, uh, you know, the Tax Cut and Job Act has reduced taxes for a lot of people. But the whole point is, is that you need to have a tax strategy. Because if you're not doing tax planning, then you're actually missing out on a lot of opportunities. It's really that simple. So a lot of times people will be so focused and have the blinders on at just looking at rate of return that they're missing the easiest thing. Like you just said, Luann, you can control your taxes. And it's legal. You can actually decide how much you want to pay the treasury. And it does not make you any less patriotic, pay less than another person. You just have to pay your fair share and nothing more. A lot of times people go, all right, well, 
am I paying too much taxes in retirement? That's exactly why we've created a complimentary guide for you to go and learn more about taxes and how it affects you in retirement. So when you jump on our website, go and download that guide today. Are you paying too much taxes in retirement? It's written probably, I would say, the easiest way that you will ever read about taxes. And probably the light bulb will get bright and go, oh, okay, I understand now exactly how the tax system works. So go and jump on retireutah.com and download your complimentary guide today. And the other thing, of course, you can do is give them a call, set up a complimentary appointment to go in and see them. 801-210-5500. And we just thank you so much for joining us today. You're listening to Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. All right. So back to our uh, tax trivia game that we're playing. You are two out of three. You did get one wrong, but that was a tough one. You know, is the uh, job of a tax preparer female or male dominated? All right. Here's the next one. Is it true or false too? Your social security benefits are the only source of income guaranteed to be tax free. A, true. B, false. I already know the answer. B, false. Uh, Oh, you're right. Yes. Yes, you are. There you go. Okay, so, so some of you are going to have to pay income taxes on up to 85% of your social security benefits. That really frustrates a lot of retirees. And if you have other substantial income, such as wages, self-employment or interest or dividends, that can cause to additional taxation. It's called the provisional income test. So boom, got awesome. that guy. Boom, you got it. Okay. Three out of four. So now here's your uh, fifth question. Uh, which state offers an exemption from income taxes for people age 100 and over? A, Texas, B, Kentucky, C, Hawaii, D, New Mexico. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. My gut is telling me to go with Hawaii, but I'm not. Hey, hey, don't hit like oh! yes or no. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're not sure. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking Hawaii because it's like, you know, I think of the aloha. Right, and it's like you so... made it. Yeah. So we're going to like reward yeah. you. Um, I know that that's probably not what it is. I'm going to take a guess, though. Well, I'll guess. I'm going to say New Mexico. I'm so glad you didn't say Hawaii. Good job. Good job. Yeah. So it's I, New, it's I have New no Mexico. Idea. You're I right. Just so it, okay. So beginning in the 2002 tax year, people over the age of 100 who are not dependents of others are exempt from filing and paying taxes in New Mexico. That's personal okay. income taxes. So, so when you hit cool. 99, think about loading up like moving uh, to New Mexico. The, the Clampets. Yeah. Right, yeah. Jed Clampin. Yep. You got Granny sitting up mm-hmm. on the top. Yep, I can Go see it Go to New now. Mexico. <laughs> Go to New Mexico. You won't have to pay personal income taxes. Okay, I'm going to let you be redeemed here. I got, I'm oh, going to have a bonus yes. question for you. I got to okay. make it quick there. Okay. okay, here you go. American symbol Uncle Sam is allegedly based on A, businessman Sam Wilson, or B, Sam I Am from Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> <laughs> How about Sam Wilson, the businessman? I'm guessing that's the right one. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad. Yes, I made it easy. Bonus question. So now you got, you won basically, or you tied five for yes. five. Yay. Yes. Good job. I love it. All Good right. Job. Glad it wasn't Sam. I am from Green Eggs and Ham. But yeah. everyone, hey, thank you so much for listening to Retire Right Radio today. We're unfortunately out of time, but thank you so much. And remember that accumulating assets is just one step of the journey, but enjoying the retirement of your dreams is the goal. So if you have questions about your financial journey, give us a call 801-210-5500. We'll be back with more retirement guidance next week. 
Capital Wealth Advisors is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Insurance services offered through CWA Insurance Services, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Capital Wealth Advisors is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the United States government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Capital Wealth Advisors. This radio show is a paid placement.